Welcome to Football in the Whip. This is episode four of our podcast. This is the Champions League draft. Ooh. So what we're going to be doing is we've stolen this idea from Filthy Fellas. We Definitely have. go check them out because they have great vibe content. Yep. Football knowledge may not be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we bring that. That's why you're watching yeah, us. That's why you're watching us. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So the way the Champions League draft works is me and Hassan are both trying to create a pre- an eleven. A fourth in a four-three-three formation. Yeah. And once a player, there's 32 teams in the yep. Champions League. Correct. Because there's only two of us, once a player's been picked... From a team. That team cannot be picked again. So if Hassan was to go first and pick Benzema, um, yep. none of us can pick another Real Madrid player. They're off the board. And so we're going to have to work our way through... We're covering 22 teams of the 32. Effectively, yeah. yeah. So there's 10 teams we're not touching, but... After the best yeah, six... I have a feeling that it's going to get a bit dicey. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's going to get a bit dicey. Somewhere in our team, there's going to be a very bad player. Yeah, 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 for sure. Which we've got to mitigate for. Um, I'm, con- I'm concerned as how to do this. Do I pick players I love and end up with a dross team? <laughs> or do I pick players that are good, but not with a team that I'm in love with? If, if they work tactically, I think you're right. I'm going to go for a mix, I think. And we agree that it's going to be with a tactical football Oh, yeah, podcast, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, has to, it has to work tactically. It has to work tactically. You can't just have all attackers yeah, and yeah, no yeah, defence. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we're not Garth Crooks out here. Okay, I like it. I like it. Any shade we can throw at Garth Crooks, I like it. not that I've got anything against him personally. Just his team of the week. His team of the week's are awful. Yeah. Um, whatever you're watching or listening to this, please do whatever it is on that respective... All of those things. Uh, platform is the right word. Nice. But how do we start this? Who goes first? Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Right. We'll do on three because yeah, we're gonna screw this up. Yeah. On three, you on show three. your thing. On three, you show your thing. Okay, one, two, three. <laughs> Excellent. Back of the net. <laughs> just for those listening, I've just punched Hassan in the face <laughs> with the rock. Rock breaks scissors. So I go Kashif first. goes first. Okay, so I'm definitely going to France. I'm going to PSG. Okay. I didn't expect this move so early. I don't want you to get anyone from... You just want to take PSG off the board. Take PSG off the okay, board. That's, it. It's tactical. It's the tactical, it's the tactical. football yeah, podcast. Yeah, strategic moves here. Now, the less strategic part <laughs> is the player I'm going to take. I have a feeling... I feel like it's a wild card. Right? Everyone's going to be thinking Mbappe, Messi, maybe Neymar. It's not the front three. For you, I'm thinking it's between two players. Okay. Hakimi yeah. or Verratti. That's exactly... Hassan, you know me well. <laughs> you know me well. That I do like Verratti. I love it. We both love Verratti. But you've been loving Verratti for a long, long time. It's what I, uh, the, the first time I got him in FIFA, it was a special moment. <laughs> special moment. I remember going to see PSG City with you last year. And and you were I was just fawning like, over just fawning over I was on Verratti. He's watch. a player to fawn over, though. I'm going Hakimi. You're going Hakimi? I'm going Hakimi. He's the Ooh, best. That's a big right back off the board, yeah, man. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done my analysis. I'm already struggling here for right backs. Yeah, there's no right, there's no, not many good right, but there's one other good right back which you're most likely going to get, but I prefer my guy. I hear it. You've got probably the best attacking right back yeah. in the world. Which allows the team to now build around him. Oh, Listen, dear. if it's good enough for Klopp and Trent, it's good enough for me. I hear it. Build around the right back. I hear it. All right, so... All right. PSG so PSG is off the board, and I'm heading to Germany. You're heading to Germany, and I'm going to Bayern. Okay. And I am taking the man known as Diet Upamecano off the board. Oh, you're going centre back. Ooh, why a centre back so early? Ah, uh, centre backs are tricky. 
That is why. Centre-backs are tricky. I would decide, you know what, let's go centre-back. You went right-back early as well. True. But right-back's more specialist position. Yeah, right-backs are, I mean, they're tough to find, to be fair. I'm going striker, so I'm in a few different... I've told the pilot, circle the air. Because we may be landing in City, we may be landing in Madrid. That's a big circle. Yeah, it's That's a, it's a huge a, it's circle. A big, it's more of a straight line, back and forth. <laughs> do I want the the established goat, or do I want the the up and coming star? Up and coming star who has goal after goal after goal. He's already broken the record for amount amount scored in the Champions League. And it's I don't. Games that he's played. I don't want you to get KDB. So I'm gonna go Haaland oh, up top. You. I hate you. Haaland up My top. team was based around KDB. Was I hope it? you know that. That's beautiful. That's that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted. Do you know the worst thing is there's both players we love. So there are. I think we're actively gonna look to get rid yeah, of yeah, yeah. those players. Absolutely. Right, so I've got Haaland uh, up top. Do I go strike as well? I don't think that there's, that there's that many good strikers here. You're taking a chance with some strikers if you are if there are there are a couple where you're taking a chance with them. Um I think I'm gonna go Barca. Don't and I'm actually not going for the striker. No, I'm worried about his I'm going for Pedri. Oh man. <laughs> so because I took KDB off the board. I'm taking Barcelona off the board. Pedri right. was the one I wanted. Pedri. Ooh, I don't know where I'm going now. What? See, Real Madrid are still there. So Cruz, Modric, Fede. Fede. Camavinga. Shumeni. Got your choice. Ooh. Lucas Vasquez. Asensio. <laughs> Tottenham's still on the board. Oh, I'm not lying. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not enjoying where this could be heading. Tottenham is still on the board. Yeah, read that like where this could be heading. Oh, Young Minson. Oh, you did it. Yeah. Oh, Tottenham. Now, I, I'm already worried because I've got Son and Haaland up top. I need creators. Yeah, you need that right winger is really important. All yeah. your, all your it, centre mids. Yeah. So I've got to really take my time Because the they both one. like to run in behind They're both yeah. in a similar vein Like to break the last line I need a ridiculous creator You need an insane creator I don't just, know any insane oh, creators Hang on, Spurs is off the board Spurs me, is off let the me board that. Insane creator from the left right wing Um, What I am going to do though Is go for a left winger as well And I'm taking Madrid off the board I'm taking Vinicius. Vinny. Oh. The boy. The, the the golden boy. That guy's just gone from strength to strength, man. I absolutely He's love insane. him. Honestly. I absolutely love him. He torched. Who did he torch? Kyle Walker? No, Fernandinho. Fernandinho. R.I.P. Fernandinho. R.I.P. Fernandinho. That was, that was yeah. it for Fernandinho. I'm going to Italy. Okay. And I think I'm going to be in Italy for a while, to be fair. Yeah, you're going to hit a few spots in Italy. I'm going to hit a few spots in Little Italy. Little tour. Little tour. I'm going to go Milan first. Oh, why do you have to do this, man? And while I figure out who the hell my left wing is going to be, my right wing is going to be, 
Who plays right wing for Milan? That's where they wanted to yeah, didn't they? Yeah, they get they've got Messias and um yeah. Salamakas. I'm going um Hernandez. <sighs> I've got the best fullbacks in the, yeah, in the world. Yeah, that's, uh, that's game over. Hernandez old. and Hakimi. That's game over on fullbacks. Yeah. Fullback. I'm not even, I can't even compete with that. Because now my my fullbacks are creating as opposed to my forwards. Oh. I'm really struggling on thingy though. Milan's out of there. <sighs> Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh. I forgot about him. I forgot about him, but. I know my next pick. It sounds like a serious one. I have a few. Yeah, I think I know who it is. Is it in Spain? No, it's not. Okay. Ooh, who is it in Spain? It's a player that you also love. I'd be surprised if you picked him, but for right wing. No, nah, not for right wing. This is more for a probably a more of a central midfield role. I'm up. Atleti. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been a striker for me though. Oh, would he? False nine-ish. Okay. Yeah, I hear it. That's how I would have used him. All right, so. All right, so right now I've got Upper Meccano, Pedri, and Vinicius. Um, I'm trying. To... Uh, I'm gonna take. RB Leipzig off the board. Thank God for that. I was worried you were going to go to Inter. And I'm going to take on Kunku. Christopher. And he is effectively like a false nine for me. He's going to be playing up top. Yeah, I mean, I might change that. He might play on the right, but right, I, right gi- now, that's where I've got him in my Given head. the fear I had in my heart. You're taking him now. I'm taking Brozovic now from Inter. Yeah, that, because was, that was going to be one of my next choices. I was, t- I was toying, it was between which one do I go for? When you said, when I didn't know where you were going... Oh, like ah, track. he's got it. He's yeah, got him. Yeah. He's if got he, him. If he takes him now, so I've got to take him. Brazovic is the best DM in the world. One of. I'm gonna say he's the best. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say he's the best because he's more balanced than Fabis. He's one. He's the best progressive passer from DM. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely outstanding. Also, can I just say the fact that his contract was running down last yeah. year and, and nobody no got, got him is a Ridiculous. travesty. Yeah. It shows how pathetic scouting departments are. One hundred percent. If I was Man United, I would have signed Brazovic. Brazovic, Kakare, SMS, Lorente. <laughs> just all of them. Just buy four. And Collection of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're good. And Ericsson would have been in there as well. So just revamp the just whole Just completely midfield. revamp it, I hear And it. that would have been a cheap midfield to get. Kakare, uh, they finished, Leon finished 10th. Yeah, and this was before he signed his contract. Before he signed his you contract. You could have snapped him up. Brazovic was available on a free. Yeah. Um, or on a, you could have signed him up from Jan. Yeah. It's a pre-contract agreement. Ridiculous. Yeah. I can't believe that no one got yeah. Brazovic. Honestly, if you if you want to watch the world's best team, just watch Brazil. He's, he's a beautiful player to watch. They're honestly. playing Bayern and Barcelona they are. in the Champions he'll League. He'll get a lot of love after that. Yeah, in the Champions League games, if you're watching him, just be on Brazovic watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just fall in love. <laughs> Tish- fall in love. Tissues, tissues out. He's a tissues out player. He's the most definitely a tissues out player. All right, so I've got Son Haaland up top. I still need a right winger. I need two centre mids and two centre backs. I've got Brazovic, Hernandez, Hakimi. And a goalkeeper, which is going to be my last pick. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine as well. Yes, yes. Um, Where are you going? So I need to respond with a central midfielder, I believe. Um, and the central midfielder that I think I'm going to go for. Tension. 
Tension in the car. <laughs> tension in the whip, man. Oh. What are your thoughts? I'm 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 tossing up between a destroy a pure destroyer with DM for DM or a playmaker for DM. So you've got a nice balance in Brozovic. Yeah. And there's a pure well, I wouldn't call him a pure destroyer, but for me the best DM in the world. For being Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Okay. So there's him or do I go someone slightly different and someone who's gonna dictate the tempo for me? Who could you go for? It'd be going from Atleti. Or there's a third option. There's a third option. Where this guy is probably the best ball winner in the world. Although he's fallen off slightly, which Chelsea. Is, which is what which is what makes me uh, a bit hesitant. So it's Kante Fabinho or I don't know who your third one is who's from Atletico. He's the heartbeat of their team. Koke? Ooh. That would be a an odd pick. I'll be honest. I'd like you to get any of those three because they're all whack. Which is why I'm taking because <laughs> you're changing. I'm taking Liverpool out. I'm going Van Dijk. Oh. <laughs> I saw Liverpool there, but I wasn't thinking Van Dijk. I was going to go Matip. Oh, okay. I was going to go Matip. Fair. Van Dijk's lost it. Ah, He's lost his aura. Come on. He has now. Van Dijk and Upa Mercado. Nah. Good one. I don't care who you got. I don't care who you got. Who have I got? (laughs) Son and Harlan. Nah, they're good. Van Dyke's got him. Okay, so. (laughs) You're not taking another centre-back. Yeah, centre-backs are all in play. So, one centre-back is okay. You haven't got a centre-back yet? I haven't got any centre-backs. So, right now, my team is Upamecano, Van Dyke, Pedri right now is just on his own in the midfield, so you and need Vinicius and Nkunku. There's pace. There's pace. There's pace up top. I'm really struggling to find that creative right winger. I think I've got him, but I don't know if there's a better one. Liverpool's off the board as well. Liverpool's off the board. Do we think... Federico Chiesa can do that right wing creative role. He's not a creator. He isn't, is he? Could do Raspadori. More of a left winger. Slash striker. Mm. I'm struggling for this attacking. The, the right winger. The right yeah. right wing is a hard position. There aren't many, and a lot of the a lot of the teams who have the best right wingers are off the board. Who did Chelsea have? Take your pick. Mount. A stretch if you want to say Sterling, but again, Mount's not a bad choice. Really? (laughs) It's not a bad choice. Have at him. Musa Diaby? Yeah. But that gets rid of my centre back. It does. Also gets rid of uh, probably another player that I'd have liked from Leverkusen. Yeah. Musa Diaby had a great season though. Oh, Dusan Tadic, Ajax. Ooh, now it's a bit of balance in there. Because he can float That's a little a bit. bit. Of ta- that, he's more of a 10 and you got Hakimi on the outside. Yeah, he's going to be coming that, in. That could work. I don't know if you're playing me right now. No, I, I think Tadic is a good pick. Gen- genuinely, Tadic is actually the best pick though. I think I'm going to go yeah, Tadic. Yeah, that's a smart pick. He, that's actually a smart pick. For the, for the balance. For the balance. 
Yeah. Because he comes inside and he creates... He wants to play in the 10 spot, yeah. really. He's drifting in. Which allows Hakimi to come yeah, on the outside. That's smart. That's good. We'll go do something. And we've got enough pace in the team with the wingers and Son and Harlan. Nah, that, that's a very good shout. Yeah. People may not rate that pick. No, no, no that's a very smart shout. For the team that you've got, yeah. that's exactly what you need. I've got two centre mids and two centre backs to get. Okay. And not a lot of teams. Um, Although I can't believe Napoli, Juve, Atletico, Chelsea are still on the board. Yeah, no, we've both gone. I went Leipzig and you've gone um, Leib- Sorry, um, Ajax, Ajax early. Early, yeah. They're good teams though. They are good teams. Um, Where are you going? What are you thinking? I'm thinking of a weird pick to be honest. Go for it. We love a weird pick. We want to show, we want to demonstrate to the viewers for <laughs> the, more the knowledge. The the knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> um, Although me picking Hakimi over Messi and Mbappe. <laughs> nah, that, that's not a good knowledge. start. <laughs> not a good start. <laughs> uh, now, I'm thinking, do I go for my central midfielder or do I go for a right winger or slash striker? If I'm playing Unkunku as my right winger. So that, that's what I'm still toying with right now. And I think I'm doing it. I'm going for the striker. So is going to switch to the right wing. And I'm going for the young pretender, the next to Haaland, or the guy who's trying to be Haaland, Dusan Vlahovic. Oh, from Juve? Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you can go Jean Felix. And nah, because Nkunku's got that role. Mm. That's why. Otherwise, I love Jao Felix, but I think Nkunku, is, Nkunku and him are quite similar. Vlahovic. Vlahovic. Big fan of him. That's one of my centre-backs gone. <laughs> I'm just going to go get my other centre-back because I have to get him. Uh, from Leverkusen, <sighs> Tapsoba. Tapsoba. One of, uh, genuinely one of the best up-and-coming centre-backs in world football. Yeah. He's, he's prime for a big move. Yeah. And because you've made that move... I'm going to go for an obvious pick here who's somehow still on the board but it's because you got Hakimi early uh, I'm going to have oh, to go for the next best James. right back and it allows Nkunku just to float in that middle and you got Reese James bombing outside him creating See, I, havoc I didn't expect Chelsea to last that long neither did I and you've just I had Reese James has fallen into yeah, the yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to take a centre back from Chelsea first to be fair he was, they were next they were I was going to take yeah, one of their yeah, centre backs yeah, yeah. next I hear it Okay, so England's off the board. England's completely off the board. England is now off the There's board. There's Atletico, Sevilla, Napoli, Dortmund, Frankfurt, Marseille, Benfica, Porto, Sporting, Salzburg, Celtic Rangers, Shakhtar, Club Bruges and Copenhagen. Victoria Pleasant, Dynamo, Zagreb and yeah, Maccabi Haifa. Well, they've just been sacked off, to be honest. If we're picking players from them, we're really struggling. Oh, we're demonstrating incredible football. Oh, yeah, all that. All that. I need two centre mids. You still need two centimetres? I need two So do I. Okay, this is a bit of a battle now. And there's one guy you love that I'm Oh, uh, no. I'm staying in Germany. I'm uh, staying in Germany. He's taken the man. He's taken the best centre midfielder left. I don't like him that much, to be honest. He's a terrific player. But I'll take Jude Bellingham. Oh, Jude. I've got an absolutely young starlet of a team. I've got Son Harlan Tadic, Bellingham Brazovic, Hernandez Tapsoda Hakimi. I'm dominating for 10 years. You say that, but then look at the team that I'm building. Reese James, Upamecano, Van Dijk, Pedri, Vinny, Vlaovic, and Ngunku. It's even younger than yours. Nah. Maybe. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was waiting Maybe. for the realisation to come. I think I've got the better team right now. Really? Yeah. I'll take my front three over your front three. Son, Harlan and Tadish. Yeah. Hassan, that's, that's pedigree. Listen, Vinny, Vinny's just as good as Son. No, it's he's not. not. It's not. No, and he's, he's going to be better. He's no. going to be better. Hassan, if you put Son in that Madrid team, you're getting different levels. He's at Spurs. <sighs> Come on. He's at Spurs. Yeah, and the team is half built around him. This team is not built around Vinny. This it team is built around Benzema. No, but it allows space for Vinny. I hear it. It, it allows true. space for it's Vinny. True. And there's a much... Kane and Son, Benzema and Vinny, they're equal. Yeah. I'd say they're up there. You could argue... But if you went both of Benzema them. and Son. Oh, you got Benzema and Son, it's clear. But what I'm saying is, when you look after Son and Kane, the rest of the Spurs team drops. Oh, yeah. They're the two outstanding players. Yeah. Can we They've just got say, Modric and Cruz. Can so we just say what Son would do with Modric, Cruz, Camavinga, Schumeni, Fede Valverde be behind disgusting. him? And that's what Vinicius has right now. He's 22. Son is also 29. This guy is going to go levels, yeah. Haaland over Vlahovic. Oh, yeah. Haaland yeah. over That's not even a... Tadic over nah, Nkunku. 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 I think for what the team needed... Listen, Nkunku. Let's, let's not even get into a debate about that. It's just Nkunku. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Sometimes you're going to concede. Okay, I, I've got on. a centre mid and a centre back left. I still need to get two centre midfielders, so I need to I need to hit one of them now. And I mean, I think I'm gonna have to go for a player that you love. I don't do it, Hassan. Don't do I it. I think we're gonna have to go Atletico. That's where I was gonna go. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, the other player that you love. Because yeah. you were thinking Napoli, weren't I'm you? I'm going Napoli. Yeah, right you're now. going Napoli. I'm, I'm already on the way to Napoli. Yeah, I'm you're on the way. Yeah. F- flight's there. Buenos Aires. That's, that's where I'm going. <laughs> All right, so I'm taking Marco Chirente. Oh, man. For that bit of energy. A very, very good pick. Also very good on the ball. Him and Pedri, nice link up there. Spanish midfield. I'm going to go Napoli. I'm going to get my last centre mid. The guy that he loves. Zambo and Giza. Yeah. Only if Fulham have kept, kept him. I'll be honest, people were... Nina Pereira and Giza as a midfield three is Ooh. just... Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. That, I think that's, that's a Europa League level midfielder. If not, if not even like higher. Put, put Mitrovic up top, who's killing it right now. Get a right winger and a left winger. Yeah. You know, get, get your Tadic and your son in there. <laughs> and, and, and you're cooking something special. You're cooking something special. <laughs> what a mess. All right. What have you got left? I need one more central midfielder. A left back and a goalkeeper. So right now the team is Reese James, Upamakano, Van Dijk. That's a serious oh! defence. That's a serious defence. Pedri, Marka Chirente, Vinny Vlaovic and Nkunku. I'm not feeling your strike. I really like that strike. And I'm, the rest of the team is fire. Vinny and Nkunku you've got, you've got... and then Vlaovic just there, just a bully man. Running in behind. He does. He tries to do what Haaland does, it's just that Haaland is more efficient at it. Yeah. Um... Central midfielder. I, th- I think I'm gonna have to go to Benfica for central midfielder. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go to Benfica, and I'm taking Enzo Fernandez. Ooh, from River Plate. Yeah, very very highly rated. And very rated. highly rated. He's had a brilliant yeah, start at Benfica already. as well. Yeah, he's killing. And it. he's gonna get a big move in the next year or two. Yeah, comfortably. The teams, Premier League teams should have gone after him now. They shouldn't have waited yeah. for him to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a centre-back and a goalkeeper. Goalkeeper can come on too. A left-back and a goalkeeper. 
a centre back. <laughs> now there's one from Porto that I don't want to do. <laughs> I mean, listen, there's one from Sporting who I think you should take. Were we discussing him the other day? I can't remember. We discussed a, a few, lot. A few months ago, maybe. Possibly. He might have been on our list of uh, people to have a look at. Yes. Thank you very much, because I'm not taking Pepe. <laughs> Ignacio? No? What's Try again. Ignacio? Ignacio? Ignacio. Joey's first name? I've got the name right, so he's in my team. Goncalo Inacio. Goncalo, Goncalo. Um, very, like, he starts for Portugal, man. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's, a, he's only 20. He's going to be a star. Yeah. He's oh, a very good player. I'm worried about the inexperience in my back line. As you should be. I would have liked Benucci. Vlaovic can be bullying them. No, because Brozovic is Bullied. there. Bullied. is there. And let's see, I think what Inter are doing in the... Syria right now compared to Juve, who are you know playing Allegri ball and oh God, they flailing. Look, they look horrible. So that's that's. Valovic, Val- Valovic is the only one who's carrying them right now. See, man's banging free <laughs> kicks for days. Gotta love him. I've got a keeper left. What have you got left? I need a left back and a keeper. A left back. <laughs> so. Okay, <laughs> so that's <laughs> struggling because there's Sevilla, Frankfurt, Marseille, and Porto left. <laughs> okay, because. Alright, so uh, you don't need a left back, so I can openly discuss left yeah, back. Yeah, you can. Right. I only so, need a Sevilla, there is the great, the world class Alex Tellers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was playing left wing the other he day. He was playing left wing the other day. They tried to go a bit too defensive. Versatility. I think. Versatility. I like him. Good crosser. Well, pretend, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> so that's why he built his reputation, yeah. man. Frankfurt, who's their left back? They just got rid of Kostic. I don't know who their left wing back Kostic is. Kostic went to Juve. Kostic went to Juve. I don't know who their left wing back is right now. No idea. I know Marseille's. I know Marseille's. Get him. You know Tomas. <laughs> I know Marseille's. All of a sudden, your team has fallen apart. <laughs> we will be due. There's going to be one yeah. really dodgy pick. See, I don't have a dodgy pick. I don't. We'll come on to my team in a second. Yeah, you don't. In, but it could have been your other centre back if you didn't get in that yeah, that would have been yeah, Pepe. That would, yeah, that that would have been, been the dodgy pick. pick. Um, I don't like Celtic Rangers as left-back either. I don't like either Could you play Calvin Bassi out there? He could, but I think he's he's starting at centre-back for... Yeah. And he's at Ajax. That's also... He's just got He's also at Ajax. Um, I don't like Borna Barisic. I'm not a fan of him. Marcus Tavernier? James Tavernier. James Tavernier. He's a right-back. Play him on the other side. Nah, it's too, I'm taking away too much from what his game. game is. So there's Sanusi at Porto, who is just engine, but he's got literally zero end product, but decent defensively. Sporting's left back, they play a winger at left wing back. So he's not really an option, Nuno Santos. I'm really struggling here, Kashif. Sporting's off the board. Is Sporting off the board? Oh, <laughs> Sporting is off the board. I haven't updated my, uh, my sheet. I think you've got to go Nuno Tavares. I'd go Alex Tellers over Nuno Tavares. Whichever one you go th- go for, don't worry about it. Hakimi's about to bully them. Oh, they've got a lot of work to do. Hakimi's bullying. Uh, it's Van Dyke's side. It doesn't matter, to be fair. It's, I could. I, oh, current form. You know what? Just be, because it is Van Dyke's side, I'm going to go for the Copenhagen left back. Who's the Copenhagen left back? Victor Christiansen. Okay, Hakimi is feasting. Get nah, the knife and fork good. out, lad. It's time to eat. Christiansen. It's time to eat. Christiansen at left back. I like him. 
He's young. He's only 20. He's going to get better. He'll get a big move in a couple of years. You'll, you'll be thinking right now, what on earth are you doing? Who is Christiansen? But he'll do a job. Uh, goalkeeper, I'm going... Kevin Trapp. <laughs> because it's the only keeper I know. <laughs> so, I don't know Sevilla's keeper. I don't know Marseille's oh, keeper. Oh, perfect. You left the Porto keeper for me. Who's the Porto keeper? Diogo Costa. Don't know Outstanding. Outstanding keeper. Only 20 years old. Oh, a young team. All right, so our teams are done. Okay, let's fly through this. All right, so, go on. Hit me with your team first. I've got Kevin Trapp in goal. I've got two very attacking fullbacks on either side. You do? Hernandez and Hakimi. Bombing forward. Bombing forward. Because they're bombing forward, we're going to have a three that sit and a two behind them. That's sm- smart. So the two centre-backs are sitting behind them are Inacio and Tapsoda. Plenty of pace. Yep. They're going to cover everything hit over the top. And Inacio has a great long ball in him. He's a great spreader of play, which is going to help get the ball into Tadic. And then he's going to feed it on. So Hernandez, Inacio, Tapsoda, Hakimi. That's a quality, that's a young, experienced backline. Played at the highest I w- level. I wouldn't, say it's a, I wouldn't say it's quality. Pl- they are the pretenders, though. They're the pretenders. They're not pretenders. They're the pretenders to my defence, basically. Hernandez, we'll and, carry on Hernandez and Hakimi are pretenders. They're no, the no, best. Yeah, they're no, the Hernandez be- and Hakimi. Those, played, those two are the... They've played at the highest level. They're the level. two best fullbacks. Yeah, they're they the best two fullbacks. Fullbacks. Played at the highest level and still young. Yeah. There's experience in those there. Those two are outstanding. And they'll help out Inacio and Tapsoda. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's meant to be the other way around. The centre-backs are... They're bombing forward. Who's helping the centre-backs are? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Because I've got... <laughs> Brazovic covering yeah. them, which is going to be amazing. They can, if they're ever in danger, just pass it to Brazovic. Great player to take the ball under pressure. He's going to pop it off to Zambo or Bellingham. One will always drive forward, the other will sit. You've got Tadic just floating around in that 10 position, yeah. coming in off the right wing. And then all the, the, the play for the whole team is get the ball to Sun in space or Haaland's head. So either one, I'm a good. Uh, my team's fantastic. It's a good team. It is a good my team. My team's fantastic. I think it pales in comparison to my team. Well, here so you I've got in goal Diogo Costa. No, a, no one's He's a better him. keeper than no, Kevin Trapp. No, no one's ever. He's him. twenty Portuguese. He's going to be the Portuguese number one in two years time. No one's ever. Um, that's your fault. <laughs> Reese James, right back, bombing forward. Who do you think's better at Reese James and Hakimi? Hakimi's better. You going to go Hakimi? Yeah, okay. Hakimi's better. Although Reese James is more well-rounded. Yeah, Reese James is quality. Hakimi is a right wing back. Yes. I agree with that. Um, Upper Meccano and Van Dijk. Best defence. That is a ridiculous centre-back pairing. You got everything in that. I think you um, should have gone Matip. Nah, Van Dijk. It's fine. Nah. He's lost lost that aura about Van Dijk. Matip's already 32. I went went to uh, watch Liverpool play and I saw Van Dijk at Madame Tussauds. (laughs) (laughs) He just stands still. It's poor form. It's not not anything. It's not significant for anything longer term. And a Victor Christiansen at left back. Okay, so Hakimi is feasting knife and fork. Oh no, he's he's honestly he's Van Dyke side. I could put any I could put you at left back. Job done. If you put me at left back, Aston, you've got a creative left back. <laughs> and I'm t- I'm two footed. Which is which is yeah, gonna work out. I'm, I will say I'm i I'm always surprised by your left foot. I, I am actually always surprised. I'm sure when we played football yesterday I scored with my left. Oh, I can't remember if you did. I remember a touch that you had with your left though, which was nice. I'm quality with the left. Yeah, let's calm right. down. Um, and then the midfield, I've got it's energy, it's young. You're covering a lot of space, and you've got a creator in there. So you have got Marcus Llorente, Enzo Fernandez, and Pedri. 
Pedri and and then Pedri is linking up with Unkunku, who's floating in from the right hand yeah, side. I agree with that. And then Llorente uh, and Enzo Fernandez just there, bodying man. A lot of energy, great tackling, great ball recovery. You're not going to be able to get out. When once I pin you in, good the, luck getting the out. Balance could be better in that. I think I'm missing a pure DM in there. Yeah. To be honest, I think the balance could be better in that. Enzo and Llorente are similarish. They're a tier below that top tier. Yeah. And I think. Yeah, you're missing something there. Yeah. I think Anguisa's going to bully them. Oh, no. Llorente will deal with Anguisa. That's comfortable. He'll Hassan, stay with listen, him. Listen, I love Llorente. Anguisa is bodying Llorente. Oh, no. Llorente can stay with him, though, isn't it? Llorente is just energy. Oh, no. He'll stay with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Llorente will put him on a <laughs> leash and run with him. <laughs> All right, just to wrap this up, we've got Vinny, Vlahovic and Nkunku. Vinny, for me, the best left winger in the world right now. Yeah, you love Son. Look, look, look oh, what you're okay, doing you're to talking about Van Dijk. Look what you're doing to You're talking about Van Dijk. Where's Son been in this first half of the season? I think they're Nowhere? undefeated. Son hasn't done anything. He scored or assisted. Are the team undefeated? I think so. I think so. They are. I don't think they've lost. I don't think they've lost. They're, assuming they haven't lost. Assuming they're it. undefeated. I said Son's been awful. Vinny right now is carrying Real Madrid. Can we just say though? Carrying Real Madrid. Can we just say though, a few months ago he finished with a golden boot, 22 goals. Listen, don't make claims about Van Dijk then. If you can't can't take it about Son. Son has been woeful. And you can't have to admit he's been woeful. But He's been letting them down. He's going to get dropped for Richarlison. Oh, I do love Rishi. Yeah. I should have got Rishi. So Vinny, Vlahovic. Can I swap to Rishi? No, you can't. I'd love to swap to Rishi though. He's a baller, man. I love Richarlison. <laughs> I love Richarlison. Right, who do we think's won? I Diego think Costa, tight. James, Upamakana, Van Dyke, Christensen. Your defence is good until you add to him. Yeah, but missing, that's fine. You can carry a left back. You're missing fine. something in midfield. I think your defence is woeful. You could have got a better striker. Oh, nah. Vlaovic was the best of the You could have got Benz. Oh, and Vinny. Vinny's best in the world. And then I've got... So you Haaland's son, ridiculous. Yeah, and Tadic don't. Tadic is good for, he, for, the, for the for the balance. He's good, but Unkunku's better. Midfield is very well balanced. I've got a destroyer, a playmaker, and a carrier. I mean, I wouldn't really call Angisa a playmaker or Bellingham oh, no, a playmaker. Brozovic is a playmaker. So he's your destroyer as well. No, Angisa's the destroyer. He destroys. He destroys. It's... Brozovic will be destroying, <laughs> but Angisa's the destroyer. All right, Bellingham's a carrier. I think, yeah. I, I think you're missing a more of an uh, factor. But with Tadic, I think it's... I, think I, I would have preferred someone better but than Benigno. But to be fair, your, your midfield three works with your full-backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so they're going to be going right. forward. Yeah. Centre-back's my worry. Centre-back is woeful. No, Tapsoba's not woeful. No, but listen, Tapsoba and Inatio, I love them both as players. As a partnership, they won't work. With the three in front of them? I mean, listen, you're going to have to be... You're basically just dragging Brozovic into centre-back. And he's into centre-back. I am. And that's okay. issues. I'm then not... Pedri and Nkunku are just going to body it. Body it. Look at your team. Who do you think is winning? <laughs> I think it's tight, you know. I think, I think it's ending it's as a draw. I think it's actually tight. You, like, you have it's, to yeah, let us know. You're going to have to let us know because we can't decide. And we're be- I think we're being fair. Yeah. I don't like my, I don't like my centre. I just love your fullbacks. Yeah, the fullbacks. It's the fullbacks. It's that fullback. And fullbacks ruin the game. <laughs> they do ruin the game. They do. But speaking of fullbacks, we're going to go into part two of this podcast. And we've got about 10 minutes. So what we're talking about is when when the big teams are Arsenal, Spurs, City and United, 
um, are chasing the game. They're 1-0 down yep. or they need to score, equalise. Last 15 minutes, what does, what does each respective manager do? Yeah. And what we found was they do very different things. Some good, some bad. Yeah. And it's it's a mixed board, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, for sure. So if we're looking at Arsenal, we've seen it And Arsenal's what spurred this because we've seen them yeah. do it twice this season. We saw them do it against United where it didn't go for them and at Fulham where it, where did, it did, did go work for out for them. And so with Arsenal, they made a lot of subs. So they normally play in a 4-2-3-1. Yeah. When they're actually playing, though, it's two centre-backs. The two full-backs come in to partner the, the lone DM. DM, yep. Then you've got a... Odegaard, who's playmaking, Jack, who's going into the box, and then you've got Martinelli, Jesus, and Saka just doing yeah, their thing. Yeah, as a three. So yeah, as a three. It's a very nice system, but like we said, against Fulham, against Man United, it wasn't going to plan. Yep. And so Arteta rang the changes. He did. In both games. So for Fulham, what he does is he wants to get Eddie and Ketia next to Jesus. Yeah, he's going for two up top here. That's effectively what yeah. he's trying to do. So he goes to a back three instead of a back two. Yeah, and the player that he takes off for Nketiah is the left back. So in this case, it was Tierney. Tierney? Yeah, Tierney going off for Nketiah. And then in the other day, for against United, it, it was Zinchenko. But the left back has been sacrificed twice. Yeah, so I think what he's realised is Martinelli can go to left wing back yep. effectively. So he plays the three centre-backs in a straight line and then he'll play instead of one DM partnered with the two fullbacks partnering them. What he does instead is gets two centre-mids in there. So he'll hold Xhaka back. Xhaka comes back. And, and then, then he's got the DM. Next whether time. it's Party Elneny, yeah. Sambi, yeah. whichever one. One of those. Those go into a two. Yep. Then you've got... Martinelli and Saka as, as wing-backs. Backs. Yeah. Odegaard at a ten. Or Smith-Rowe. Or Smith-Rowe. We saw that change against United. And then Jesus and, and Nketiah. So and it's a three-four-one-two effectively. That seems to be the shape that he's trying to trying to get to. Yeah. So that's what he did against Fulham, and then he did something Uni- similar against United. United. He still tried to recreate the same shape. Yeah. It was just a different type of player that he was bringing. Personnel, and yeah. I think we figured out the the problem with that was he had normally has Sambi, and he has Shaka. Yeah. He kept Shaka on. He brought Vieira instead. And Sambi, Elneny, Partey, that role, that position, that six in that team is there to sit, to hold, to protect yep. that back line. Biera didn't do that. And that's where it fell apart. Yeah, because in the, in the, for United's third goal, so they, there were 2-1. As soon as they went 2-1 down, he made those three changes. Um, and you're like, okay, he's trying to force his way back into the game. Literally a minute after he made those changes... Bruno gets the ball towards the right-hand side. It drags everyone with him. Shaka goes in. Smith-Rowe was over there. Yeah, yeah Martinelli over there. Yeah. Gabriel started yeah, to cover came, that came space. Over there. And then it basically opened up an ocean of space between the centre-backs and Eriksen just made a late run, midfield run. And Vieira, and Vieira didn't track him. Didn't track him at all. And that just threw off the whole team. So Lee was running in. It just left. Eriksen was in ocean and then he slid it across to Rashford. And it's a goal. But the whole thing was, I think there was a lot of uproar about the changes Arteta yeah, made yeah, yeah, yeah. and saying that he completely lost, lost the balance of the team yeah. I think what he's trying to do makes sense in theory yeah it does you have the back three yeah. you've got the wing backs you've got your two holding you've got a creative ten and then you've got two, two strikers yeah. and you're going to let your Saka and Martinelli your wing backs fly forward. forward they make a four almost yeah. and then you've got a protective three and a two yeah so theoretically he's still, it works he's still trying to keep that balance in yeah. that three two kind of shape he's still trying to keep that in 
the personality issue. I think I think this is where it, I think what's fascinating is that against Fulham, there's two things about this. One, it took only one change to make it happen. To make that happen, it was just Anketia for Tierney to yeah. make that happen. So then Martinelli drops. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, all the other pieces move into yeah. position. And that to make one change and to change your system to that effect is shows the tactical flexibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but two, he also made that in the 60th minute. He's doing it very early. He went as soon as they went one nil down. Three minutes later, he's, he's like, "I'm change. making this change." And to be fair, it worked for them. They weren't. They, they ended up going two or sorry, they, they scored two goals. The one two one, and then he switched it back and he put holding on and he tried to shore Goal it up right, again. Yeah. Against United. They were 2-1 down, 74th minute, I think it was. They make three changes. And they make three changes. So it was I in, do think that's a, bi- that's a big difference. Zinchenko for Inketia, that's the normal that, one. That's, that's what he would have done. That's the sub yeah. that should do it all. Yeah. Then he brings off Emil Smith-Rowe for Odegaard. Yeah. Odegaard was a bit of a doubt coming in. We so think maybe that's, that's a like-a-like we think a that's like, why. Like sub. Yeah. The one that I think ruined it all was the Vieira for Samba yeah, Lekonga. I agree. Not that Lekonga was having a great game, but, but he was used to the pace and understanding what... He was trying to stop. And he's got more defensive mouse about him yeah. than Vieira. is very much Every an attacking, attacking eight. Yeah, you think he's come out as a 10. Uh, or a 10, yeah. yeah. And I think that... And the other thing I don't think... I don't think Martinelli at left wing back works. I don't think it does either. You get rid of way too much of what you want out of Yeah, yeah, because he's having to chase back a lot as well. Yeah. Or if he stays up, you're bringing Shaka out there to cover. You're leaving Vieira yeah. or whoever that lone DM is open up alone space. in the centre mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which teams are going to overrun that. Yeah. Especially when you've got players like Ericsson, Bruno Fernandes. Or for Fulham, who have got good passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitro in there who drops deep. you got Pereira, Pereira making runs Reed. in. Yeah, yeah, People who are constantly going yeah. and making runs. That's Arsenal and That Mateta. is Arsenal, yeah. I think it works in practice. I, I like the idea. And I think once Partey comes back... Yeah. If Partey comes back, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But once he gets a better number six in there, I think it's a lot better. Is that he, Sambi is his third choice DM. Yeah. So it's different. If he was taking El Nini off for Sambi, you're like, okay, you know what? He's still a defense. He's still kind of a defensive midfielder. It's the fact that he took Sambi off, and he had no other DMs to bring on, and it was just Fabio Vieira's yeah. coming on, which which, is, which which makes it fall down. I think he should have made Shaka. Yeah, six. I'm surprised that and let Vieira. He's be, the one be, who has to go and pressure. More energy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Shaka's been playing 60, 70 minutes. Vieira is coming off fresh. Yeah, so it's a bit, a bit it's an odd choice. Yeah. I think. I think we're going to see it constantly throughout the season, though. Yeah, and I think I, I also think that three subs it means a bit more upheaval, and they're a bit more confused because literally he made that change of 74 minutes. United scored in the 75th minute. Yeah, they hadn't. They hadn't really settled into that set shape. Yeah. yeah, and do you think it's too many subs? Yeah, I think doing one sub. And making that change is a big difference. Doing three subs. And then wait to make maybe that. five, ten minutes, do another yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it didn't work. Doing three at all time. the same time is a lot. So Arteta is Pep light. Yep. Arsenal are Man City light. Yep. But the way Pep goes about it is completely different. Yeah, Pep is very much planning. This is the way we play, this is the way we will continue and to play. I'll and I'll keep trying changing. to break down this door. And obviously now the the thing is with the profile of someone like Haaland, you've got someone who's a bit different in there yeah. anyway. Someone who's constantly running in behind and opening up space. I think City themselves, the way they play has changed. Yeah. So I think Rodri and KDB have both come out in post-match interviews and said, Haaland needs to adapt to the way we play. Because who, who you had there before was a Jesus, maybe a Foden, maybe yeah. a Sterling... Sometimes uh, maybe Bernardo, KDB. sometimes KDB. Yeah. And they're all wide forwards or midfielders. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they were dropping deeper, helping with the link-up play, and then getting back into the box. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see that change. Neither you can't, I. when you're scoring as many goals yeah. as he is, 
you know, you're adapting to me. I, th- that, that, I think that's the thing. And I think Pep, will, Pep knows that as well. I think Pep's already tweaked it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because he's got Bernardo out wide and he's got Gundo going into the box yeah. to join and getting them around Haaland to help create more space for him. Yeah. What's and because it's interesting because Bernardo going out wide and Bernardo is more of a natural midfielder, yeah. so Bernardo is going to come in and drop in and help create. Whereas Mares is always going to be out there. Silva. Could have got Bernardo Silva. But that right wing spot. Oh. But you got Haaland to be fair. You had Haaland. Yeah. Got Bernardo Silva at that right wing oh, would have been special. Um, and then the other thing we've noticed is KDB now is dropping so much deeper. Yeah. So when they're chasing a game and they need goals, you've got Gundogan breaking into the box, you've got Bernardo Silva or Mares in and around there, you've got Foden in his usual position. He's allowing the fullbacks to go, go as forward. well. He's taking KDB KDB drops deep to play make. Yeah. Get on that ball around the halfway line. Halfway line. He takes the ball off the centre-back. Yeah. And either then you're carrying it forward or you're just creating passes or you're creating triangles and interchanging, getting yourself up the pitch. And we saw it against Newcastle as well. He got fouled by the halfway line, picks up the ball, drives forward and then plays that sublime ball it's to Bernardo Silva. Pass. One of the best yeah, through balls yeah, I've yeah. ever seen. That was beautiful. I made like a, I made a noise yeah, you did. when that, yeah, when that ball went through. Um, <laughs> but what's interesting is how different it is because... Yeah. Arteta's changing his whole system, the whole formation, dragging players out of position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pep is just, this is the way we play. And I'm just going to change maybe a profiler player, I'm going to change maybe. Yeah. All I'm dropping is I'm getting KDB deeper to get on the ball in more space yeah. and flooding the box yeah. Give a more, little bit more. You're trying to overload them in the box, basically. Yeah. Which is very, very different. It's very different. Spurs. Yeah, just a quick one on Spurs. So Spurs, they've done this on a couple of occasions. One was against Marseille in the Champions League. Yes. And one was against Chelsea. Yep. So against Chelsea, they were 1-0 down, chasing the game. They were getting run ragged, really, by Chelsea. Tuchel was... Tuchel had him. Them, yeah, yeah, Tuchel had him. And he's like, okay, you know what? They're playing like this weird kind of four, and I need to, I need to match this. So he went to a four at the back, and on came Richarlison. And in that game, he had Son at the left wing. Harry Kane dropped into ten. And Kulisevsky on the right with Richarlison leading the attack. Yeah. And they got they got they got their equaliser. Chelsea then switched to a three, went up and scored yeah. with Reese James and acres of space. And then a last minute corner. And then a last minute corner. Um so it seems that Conte's idea to chase a game is to go with a four. Is to switch to a four. He did it at Marseille half time, he brought on Kulisevsky. Exactly. Yeah. And boy did he need to come on. Yeah. Boy did he need to Most come on. Most definitely. What's interesting is I think he wants to play the four full time. Because he came out a few weeks ago and said, if the, I think he said something along the lines of, if we can play the four, I'll need more from my forwards. Yeah. So he's saying, if my forwards work harder, I can play I'll that play four. that four. Yeah. Thankfully for him, he's got Kulisevsky and Richarlison, who are incredibly Engines. hardworking. Yeah. Richarlison is a, an absolute he pinged, tick in terms he, of profile. Yeah, he pings from one to, one player to the other when he's pressing. Like He's yeah. all over that he's place. He's amazing. I think he has the problem with Sam and Kane. Yeah, I think so as well. They're the, the issue yeah, yeah, in this yeah. team. 100%. Because with them, I think the reason we spoke about Son struggling so much is because it's asking more of him, having him deeper, yep. rather than running in behind. When he had him running in behind, it was goal after goal after it's goal. It was just constant. He was always up there. But for some reason, he wants to bring him in defensively as that because when they defend they go to a 5-4-1 I think that's the thing and that's a slight change from what they were doing before yeah last season yeah and it's not like it's now very clear when you see them defend you can really see that 5-4-1 shape and Sun definitely has a lot more defensive responsibility he's picking up the ball so much deeper like there were so many times against Wolves he had the ball in the defensive third 
having to carry it all and the it's way. Unlike, it's unlike it's, like He can do it. He did it against Burnley. Yeah, yeah, yeah for scored. sure. Yeah, but, but where you want him is you want the ball going into Kane and Son running off that last Running line. off behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Conte's making a big mistake here. It's a massive mistake. I'm, you don't, I'm, I'm you don't, curious. You don't change the guy a who, 22 goal striker. I think that's the thing. I think that's what you it comes change down for to. him. Yeah. Look at look at Pep and Haaland. You you make He's concessions for those players for, for, for a goal scorer. You make the concession. You make the concession for that They're putting the ball in the back of the net. Whereas with with Son, he's lost all those goals. Yeah. And they've been... I wouldn't say they've been struggling through games. They've been struggling to create through games. Yeah, I agree. Which is, I, I think, that. is a difference. They, yeah, they yeah, still yeah. look defensively okay. Defensively, they're fine. I think going forward, they do. They are lacking a little bit of fluidity. You can kind of see when Richarlison comes on, it gives them that extra bit of spark. Yeah. Generally, that's what's been happening. Fresh legs coming off the bench. He's a quality player in himself. But Sun has been win- consistently withdrawn early from all the games so far. Do you not think Sun needs to go to nine and Richarlison at? Possibly. I am. To, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I'm surprised that it's Richarlison going at um, nine. Yeah. Again, I think he wants more from that forward, though. I think he wants that forward to be able to press, to be able to run, mm. to be able to run the channels See, and thinking, do a lot of dirty work. If you put Rishi at left wing... He can do the defensive work. He'll do the defensive back. work, but you leave Sun in space. He can yeah. hit him first time. He gets him behind. He can then lay either score himself or lay it off to the other running in track. Yeah, Kulosevsky, yeah. Kane yeah. and Rishi. I, I think he's got to go I Sun th- up top. I think there's going to be a lot of tweaking going on yeah. there. I think, I, think, I don't think he's worked it out fully yet. And this is the thing, I think, for, for Conte, the biggest thing is when he's going to be 1-0 down or chasing a game, is he just going to keep throwing them on and hoping and for hoping something? something happens. Because right now it is hoping. Yeah, there's no yeah, system yeah, yeah. there on yeah. how they're going to create. Yeah. Kulosevsky came on against Marseille and he can go either side. He's just whipping balls into the box with right, no one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he overhit quite a few. He did. But there was no quick interchanges, passing plays. Yeah. It was just each and every one of them, Barkane wants to run with the ball. I think that's the thing. And even their two goals just came from whips from uh, from the left-hand side. Richarlison scored two box, brilliant yeah. headers. Amazing headers. Amazing headers. I think there's a lot of work for Conte to do there in terms yeah. of what he wants as that balance. Um, I think we're going to see them change. I th- I'm, expe- I'm expecting very, very soon. Yeah, I'm expecting. But then that also gets rid of their depth for Champions League. It does. Which is the balance. Horses for courses, I think. I think he'll be flexible. So then you've got Man United, and we've seen this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think for Man United, the biggest thing is they don't have attacking fullbacks. Yeah. They don't. Um, Malasia and maybe Dallas are slightly attacking. Slightly. But they've they've become this defensively solid unit. Yeah. But the byproduct of that is, which has happened under previous managers, those four, they play a four-two-three-one, yeah. but it ends into a four-two-four. That's the real issue, and that is the issue. We saw it. I think we saw it a lot last year. This year, I think with Ericsson, it kind of mitigates it slightly because Ericsson's yeah. someone who can actually pass the ball. But again, happening against Bright- Brighton, yeah. happening against Brentford, and it happening against one more team, but against Arsenal, it was there as well. Yeah, the four-two-four. But- Effectively, you've got the the four defenders. You've got then you're leaving your two midfielders on their own, and yeah. they've got too much space to cover. You're asking Bruno top. Usually, he's trying to run in behind. He starts trying yeah. to do too much in these situations. That's Way part. That's part of his issue. He's running in behind. He's going left. He's going. He's going right. He's trying to be all over the place. And then you've got your winger staying too high as well. And then you've got your forward who's always in and around the kind of the box. That's what you're trying to get mm. them to do. And there is no connection throughout that, that team. That, the, the link ends up just being long balls into channels just yeah. hope, hit and hopes a lot of the time you can't progress that ball so not pitch. figure out how to progress the ball through passing yeah at all it's more that I think even in general play 
as well, to be yeah, honest. Potentially. Like there it's got better. With Ericsson but massively. There is still an issue and you, I think you've definitely we've definitely noticed this. Hitting the ball into the channel. Yeah. Rather than playing a pass a diagonal pass into midfield, they go into the channel. And it's something that he needs to work on though. I think the problem is you've one, you've got people playing the pass who can't play the pass. Correct. I.e. De Gea, maybe Varane's played a couple, yeah, Gallo yeah. tried to play a few. Yeah. They've got players there. Maybe Martinez can hit one. Martinez is okay. That's fine. He can play through them. But the rest of them can't. Yeah, it's not their job. The second thing is you don't have incredible wingers that can attack the space, kill the ball in one touch and then move it forward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I.e. Son. Yeah. That level of quality. Or Vinicius, who we've spoken about today. They don't have that quality. They've got Rashford, Sancho, Anthony, who are more... They want the ball to feet and to dribble. They want to dribble. They're That's not running they in behind yeah, to get on the yeah, end yeah, of yeah. something to bring it down and then finish. And, and this this also then impacts Bruno because I think Bruno sees this and he notices it and he's like, okay, I'm going to have to run in behind now. He can do it. He can do he it. He can run into space he and always, kill the ball. But then dead. with him running in behind, you then got no one in that 10 spot. The 4-2-4. Yeah, the this 4-2-4. Is, and this is, I think, you then have a disconnect between that attack and that midfield. Yeah. And what he's got to realise, he's got to pull one winger back to help create and yeah help pass and he's got to get Bruno to be stricter in staying Coming, there. Yeah, stay in your position. And until he gets that right, they're going to keep hitting the ball long, keep getting rid of the ball, keep losing possession constantly and inviting teams. That's the thing, the, in this run where they've won like five straight or whatever, taking away the Sociedad game, but even the Sociedad game kind of explains it as well. Once United go down in a game and they haven't in these four games that they've won in the Premier League on the bounce, they, yeah. they were in the lead against Liverpool, Arsenal, etc., I think when they go 1-0 down in the game, I think you're going to see them panic a little bit. One, there's because, confidence. But um, two, they start defaulting to what they're used to do, yeah. and which is this what we're talking about, these Hollywood passes, etc., and not building the play up. And all of the success under Ten Hag has come on the counter. Exactly. When you're facing a low block, there's no space a, to run in behind. It's a different story. Yeah. It's a completely different story. And it's going to be fascinating to see how he deals with that. For Arsenal, you've got someone changing the entire shape and formation of the team. Yep. Pep, you've got someone who just plays their way. And just changes where he wants a player. Spurs are just bringing on their quality, getting their strikers onto the pitch. Yep. It's a change of shape. And changing shape. Yep. But it's something that they're more used to. Yep. And then United, they've got this missing link in between midfield and attack that keeps And happening. they look too disparate. Yeah. What's the best and the worst out of those? I mean... I'll be honest, even though we've seen it work and not work for Arteta, I think it's intre- I think it's an interesting approach. I don't think I've seen other people do that. Change the whole shape, yeah. the whole team shape. And it's, I mean, for me, I think he sometimes does go too early with it. Like doing it in the 60th minute and then United, he went straight away in the 70th minute. Um, but I'm intrigued by that approach to see if it works. It works. Yeah. I'm intrigued, but I don't think he's got the personnel to do it. Yeah. I think Martinelli. I think, that, I think that's what's going to let him down. Martinelli with it. and Saka at wing back. I think you're, you're either ask- leaving in too much space. You're asking too much for them. Yeah. I think you're asking. You're either not getting the best out of them attacking wise, or you're leaving yourself too open defensively. Yeah. And I think I think that's where it will fall apart. I I would much rather him go, Saka and Martinelli up top. Yeah. And maybe drop Enketia and Jesus. I think that's the next tweak he's going to make. Interesting. Um. And just get them in behind yep. with Odegaard and Smith were on the pitch and get maybe Tierney at left wing back, yep. who is a proper. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, so allowing, him to, yeah. bu- allowing him to bomb. And maybe move Zenchenko into centre mid yep. as a DM. Because that's where he plays for Ukraine. 
could work. It could work. Um, and I mean, for me, I'm just intrigued to see how Spurs work yeah, this out so, with the forwards. So. How is he going to get the four best attackers on the pitch at the same time? Yeah. And if he does that, what happens to Perisic? What happens to your wing backs who are so crucial? Because his midfield two are set. Yeah, we know why his midfield two are going to be. What their what their role is anyway. And his centre backs aren't good enough. I don't think to play a as, two. A, as a as a two. No, so they're not. he's got a problem here. I think there's also Basuma waiting in the wings. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now final little section moment of the week moment of the week I mean I guess the nonsensical decision decision to cancel football this weekend um, so they let cricket go on they yeah. let rugby continue yep they cancelled all football and there's rumours that it's all about the north of England yeah being disrespectful <laughs> That's a, that's a good monarch, way to put it that's a good monarch. way to put it yep because there were chants on the night the Queen died from Ireland yep. shouting can we say it? No, let's not say let's it. Let's not say it. Yep. Um derogatory chants. Derogatory chant. Um, Man United have a similar one for Malcolm Glazer. Yeah. And his situation. <laughs> so is this a bigger part of just the FA and silencing and trying to control? Yeah, I mean I think there's they, it's clear that they have cancelled games because they're worried about fans. Specifically Liverpool they, in my opinion. The thing is it's probably the most global, one of the most global exports of the UK is the Premier League, right? Yeah. The amount of eyes that it goes to all around the Absolutely. world. They're very clearly making a decision here that we're not even going to risk it with certain teams, with certain fans. And I think it's just Liverpool. I think I mean Liverpool yeah, is massively Liverpool. anti-Tory, yeah, 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 anti-monarch, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and with I think justified reasons yeah. at that part of the, yeah, 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 that the, part of the country. The and. Because of that, what I don't like is how they've cancelled United League, <laughs> yeah. they've cancelled Crystal Palace, Palace Brighton, and they've just said, listen, it's a policing issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice way for them to wrap yeah. it, really. But what they really want to do is just cancel Liverpool fans, yeah, which less. is ridiculous, because you can't stop a fan base from oh, this is a thing, saying right. what they want well, to I wouldn't be surprised if it starts going off when... Even far more yeah, so, because yeah, yeah, they yeah. know that this has exactly. happened. But cancelling football is just ridiculous. Yeah, the whole thing. One, cancelling it this week was just atrocious. It was an atrocious yeah. decision anyway. And then next weekend, I get it. Like, yeah, you've cancelled these three games because of what we've discussed. But it makes zero sense that you yeah. can That sport can go on. And I think people even put out tweets like, listen. Peter Crouch put out one put, saying. Yeah, and I think would, he made a really good point. It would be much better for the... Think about the celebration that you could have yeah, about it. You could have, like, the brand... Uh, the brass band yeah you got national anthem national going anthem. on you got you can do a full like respectful tribute and and that's shown across the world yeah, and that's shown across the world uh, it's interesting that premier that i guess the fa have made this decision yeah they're 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 incompetent in my opinion they are. especially with the way they handle referees and decisions around that but this has just kind uh, of shown it again. i mean it just it just highlights it yeah. it just highlights it that's everything i think that's all yep who won which team you're thinking? Let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Um, wherever you're watching, again, if you're if you're 58 minutes in and you're still listening <laughs> and you haven't subscribed or liked, what is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, please. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, please. We, do. We're Just now do 59 it. minutes. Just do it. 59 minutes and you haven't done it. You're an idiot. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, etc. Et Share it with your Rate friends it. if you think they like it. it. And um, yeah, we appreciate the support. We'll see you on the next one. Cheers.